on the shadows. I'm author and ghost story and Mike Ricksecker have a little something different for you today. Since this past Tuesday, I was working on a new setup here in the studio and we didn't get a uh, live version of Beyond the Shadows out that night. So uh, it was only Edge of the Rabbit Hole on the Edge of the Rabbit Hole uh, YouTube channel. So for Beyond the Shadows podcast this week, um, we're actually going to go ahead and provide a preview of Unveiling the Shadows, a new workshop that is coming out October 24th at uh, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. You can sign up for that at hauntedroadmedia.com or mikerickseckard.com. This is the, uh, the new workshop that's the deepest dive I've ever done into the world of shadow people. Uh, we're gonna get into all kinds of different uh, theories and concepts, what they may be, um, different than what I've done in the past. Anybody who's read my book, A Walk in the Shadows, that, is, that have watched uh, the myriad of different videos I've done on this subject know that I've covered this topic extensively, but yet I've still only scratched the surface here. So this workshop is going to get even deeper into this realm. Yes, it'll still have uh, some of that same information because you have to cover the basics, but um, this is going to be much, much deeper. And uh, this week I had uh, a fantastic opportunity with Nicole Guillaume from Guiding Echoes to preview this workshop on her Facebook page. We went live on her Facebook for a little while, and we got into some of the different uh, ideas and topics and had a nice conversation about shadow people as well as uh, took a number of questions from her viewers on that. So that is what we're going to be providing here today for the Beyond the Shadows podcast is I'm going to go ahead and present this, uh, well, basically just go ahead and attach that <laughs> conversation here to this podcast. You can have a listen. You can also go ahead and watch that if you want to go ahead and actually view the video on her Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash guiding echoes. And also be sure to uh, go ahead and subscribe to her YouTube channel as well, which is also uh, guiding echoes. So um, without further ado, here is my interview with Nicole Guillaume from Guiding Echoes. Hey everyone, I'm Nicole with Guiding Echoes and today I am joined by Mike Ricksecker. Hello. He is a author and paranormal investigator and shadow person extraordinaire. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an expert in shadow people, I'll put it this way. A thing or two more than average <laughs> A thing or two. So today we're going to be talking to him about shadow people as well as a new workshop that he's got coming out called Unveiling the Shadows. And during this workshop, he's going to reveal never before heard theories on shadow people. It's going to be really exciting. So Mike, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs> it's, it's great to have you. So, um, so let's get started with what exactly are shadow people? What is the difference between you know, people will see shadowy figures against their walls, but then there's actual shadow people. What's the difference? Um, yeah, there's a lot of different types of shadow people. So what I call a quote unquote true shadow person uh, is an interdimensional being. 
uh, something that's from another plane of existence and uh, comes into our world. How exactly? We have a lot of different theories, which of course I'll get into during unveiling the shadows. But then there's other uh, shadow entities as well. Some of these uh, shadow entities are just, you know, like somebody's Aunt Jane. They're a right. human spirit and they can't quite manifest as an apparition. They're only able to come across as a shadow. So there's a, right. a lot of those types. Okay. And then also, one of the things that I've been wondering lately is I've noticed that a lot of people have these shadow person experiences, but they're really quiet about them. And what I've noticed is when people talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's through a psychic reading or a spiritual mentoring session, they'll open up about their shadow person experience with me, but they'll tell me how like I'm the only person they've told. Right. And yet on their actual Facebook page or wherever they are, wherever they talk about you know, paranormal or spiritual things publicly, they're open about ghosts and spirits and angels and those type of experiences. So, I mean, I have my own theory on it, but I'm wondering why is there such a stigma with shadow people? Why are people more uncomfortable talking about that phenomenon than other spiritual things? Uh, no, it's a, it's a great question. And it's what, you know, people had experienced with ghosts for so many different years that, you know, if you mention anything about seeing a ghost or hearing noises or what have you, then, you know, you'd be locked up in a straitjacket right, and put yeah. away. And, um, you know, over the past few decades, we've become more accustomed to that. Television's kind of really helped out with that sure. and the Internet and what have you. Uh, but some of these more esoteric type of uh, supernatural phenomena like shadow people, uh, people are still a little bit more hesitant to actually come forth and talk about um you know, it's, yeah, there, there's people that will contact me because, you know, I've written a book and I talk about right. this a lot, but, you know, it's like the first time that they're talking to somebody about it and they don't know, you know, who else to, to turn to. And so you know, I try to help them with whatever their particular situation uh, happens to be. And like I said, there's a lot of different types of shadow phenomena. So it could be a variety of things. So is there any type of shadow person experience that seems to be more... I want to say typical, like, is there any type of pattern that you've noticed with these beings or is every story you hear like 100% unique? Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting question because <laughs> there's not, I can't say that there's like a certain pattern, right? Um, but there's also a lot of things we find in common in different stories as well. Um, you know, like there's, and I, I do categorize things out into different types as far mm -hmm. as appearance because we as humans uh, tend to do that sort of thing, you know, where you have like the humanoid figures or the hat man or the hooded figure or the crawler, these sorts sure. of different things. But even within that, they seem to each have their own personalities. And so, um, you know, like the, well, we can kind of make some generalizations like the the hat man is generally seen as one of the more nefarious types where like the, uh, just the humanoid figure or some of these wisps that kind of just dart through a room and eh, probably not so much. It might just be somebody's Aunt Mary or something. Okay, cool. So just so you guys know, we are taking your questions. If you happen to see me looking down away from my kids <laughs> because I've actually got my laptop here and we want to hear from you. So what are your questions regarding shadow people? What have your experiences been? So again, this is Mike Ricksecker. He oh. is an author. He's written a book titled um, A Walk in the Shadows, A Complete Guide Hopefully to Shadow People. people. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he is going to be offering a workshop in about 10 days. Right? Yeah, That's October 24th, October yeah. 24th, next weekend, uh, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And you can sign up for that at hauntedroadmedia.com. So um, 
I'm sure later you'll put the link. I will put the link in there for sure. Yeah, because I didn't do that today. But anyways, um, (laughs) so how is this going to be different from the the workshop? How is the workshop going to be different from the work you've already done? Because um, if you've followed Mike Ricksecker at all, you know about Haunted Road Media, which is his YouTube channel. And he has gone deep into shadow people phenomenon, different experiences. He's really done his homework. He has this amazing documentary type um, video on Haunted Road Media that's all about the history of shadow people. I had no idea that this had been going on for so long. So So if you guys are interested in that, be sure to check out Haunted Road Media. He's got so many different videos there and, of course, the book, too. So you've already put so much information (laughs) out there. I'm like, how can there be more? There is a lot more. And I kind of alluded to it at the end of my book, A Walk in the Shadows, uh, that there was more coming, that there is a deeper dive. And um, I've, I've titled that The Shadow Dimension. Uh, and there's a lot more coming out on that uh, with this workshop. Uh, yeah, I mean, people that are familiar with my presentation are going to be like, you know, how is this going to be different? And it's, it's a much, much deep, deeper dive. Uh, there is a lot of things that I just really didn't get into in the book. Yeah, I have the videos out there on the Hunter Media channel, but there are certain things that I haven't put out there yet. And so, and, and just even talking to people since then, like responses from the videos and like the live stream shows. Uh, that we do on the edge of the rabbit hole channel with uh, like Beyond the Shadows and, and all of that. Um, there's been a lot of feedback, a lot of conversation, a lot more research that's been done over the last year since I finished the manuscript of A Walk in the Shadows that yeah, there, there's a lot more coming. Um, and so this is, I, I call A Walk in the Shadows the book kind of the tip of the iceberg, but even this workshop is still, uh, maybe we're a little bit farther down the tip. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's, it's um, a lot. There's a lot uh, of you know interesting ideas and information and theories about this phenomenon. Okay, cool. And we do have a. It's not exactly a question, but a comment that I think Anna would like you to address. So okay. this is from Anna Roxborough. Hi, Anna. And she says, I've seen them when I used to get sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. quite horrifying. So glad it doesn't happen anymore. So there does seem to be an interesting parallel between shadow figures and sleep paralysis. So what is that about? Yeah, that's it's a lightning rod uh, topic with uh, shadow phenomena because the medical community would like you to believe that it's just a hallucination that you're waking up from. Uh, your dream state and sleep paralysis is a real biological phenomenon. I've experienced it a couple times before. I actually did not see shadow people during those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what happens is your body wakes up from sleep and it hasn't quite gotten out of that paralysis yet. And the design of that paralysis is so that you don't act out your dreams while you're sleeping. And so what they want you to believe is that you're still kind of quasi dreaming as you're waking up. And so you see, uh, you know, this shadow person and that's supposed to be this hallucination. However, where I beg to differ is that um, we dream about all kinds of different things. Uh, we might dream about cars and planes and trees and birds. Um, I've had dreams of being on stage with Motley Crue and yet I've never woken up and had an entire audience in front of me and pyrotechnics and, um, you know, guitars and all that stuff going on. Um, you know, it's always a person. So, um, without getting too deep, I guess, <laughs> um, 
So it, it, it's not just a hallucination, but here's what I believe happens in this situation. People that have had children, um, you know, can really, um, you know, can really kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Identify. Identify. There you go. You can really identify with this. <laughs> Good thing I'm psychic. That's right. Pull it right out of my head. Sink. Yeah. Can identify with this is that, you know, that a child will come up to your bed at night. My kids were notorious for this. And they wouldn't immediately like tap you, you know, on the shoulder and say, hey, you know, dad, wake up or mom, wake up. That they would just stand there by the bed. But you end up waking up because you feel their presence. You feel their energy right there next to you. And you're like, oh, hey, you know. You know, why are you up? And so you're getting this from the shadow person. The shadow person happens to be in the room and you're waking up because of the shadow person's presence. So instead of your child or, you know, maybe somebody's car going down the street waking you up, it's this actual uh, energy of this shadow person that awakens you. And you just happen to be going through sleep paralysis at the same time. So sleep paralysis, shadow people, two different types of phenomena that can happen at the same time. In fact, most shadow people... Uh, reports and experiences that I've had. I've had a lot of shadow people experiences, but also the reports that get in from other people. Most actually don't have anything to do with sleep paralysis, but okay. this does happen at the same time. Um, Rick Gabbert actually had a really interesting question. He asked, he asked, can shadow people interact with us in our sleep? In our That's dreams? a good question. In, in the dreams? In the dreams, okay. yeah. Um, well, I don't believe they can actually affect your dream. I don't, they can't like go into your mind and, and, and play around within your dream. Now, if they're doing something external in the room, mm -hmm. um, like maybe they're making a sound or they're moving by the bed or something like that, we still have our senses about us. So, you know, picking up that sound, we may be interpreting that in our mind and it ends up becoming something in our dream, but it's not, it's not like the shadow person can get into your psyche and, and start to, to play with your dreams. Okay. So it's not like a spirit, because spirits we know can do dream visitations, but shadow yeah. people cannot. Okay. No. All right. Um, so Danielle Fuller um, said, are shadow people the same as entities that can attach or show up when your vibration is low and attach and completely change your mood? Um, well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, with, with shadow people, I mean, they're all different types of shadow people. So I do get asked if they can attach and it's, it's kind of a mixed bag. So um, I talk about a shadow person story with three sisters where the one was being visited by a hat man all the time and the two sisters would see this. And this happened night after night, you know, for years that they lived in this house. But when they moved, there was no attachment. The shadow person didn't follow. Oh, okay. So, um, but you do hear about, usually it's a human spirit type of shadow that maybe has like an attachment to the family that they end up coming along. But if it's, if it's not an attachment like that, usually they don't have that follow. So it's kind of, again, depending on the situation. Okay. Well, actually I caught the replay of um, your show last night on edge of the mm -hmm. rabbit hole. And that's kind of what Victoria Monday, your co-hostess was talking about. Um, if I remember correctly. So she was talking about a shadow person that actually seemed protective of her. Yeah. So I don't know if that was an attachment exactly, but it was a um, spirit that it, I don't remember her whole story, but it seemed like it kind of, I wouldn't say followed her exactly, but there was, um, I can't, 
Man, I feel like <laughs> Victoria, I'm sorry, I am butchering your story. I can't remember if this was a shadow person that did kind of check in on her from time to time or if it was just when she was in that particular place because she was talking mm -hmm. about she used to do ghost tours. Right. And um, she told this cute story about how she felt something smack her on the head and, like, make her kind of, like, bend down. And then when she, you know, she was kind of, I would, I would think she was a little, you know, frazzled by that I would be <laughs> right. but then when she got up she saw that she almost face planted into a huge mm -hmm. ass spider web and right. so like so she realized that this um that this shadow person was actually protecting her and she felt safe around it so someone had asked earlier um basically okay so I lost the question but there is a stigma of course that shadow people are evil and people think this because they're these dark right. figures so what is your response to that? Well, they're not all evil. Um, this is going to sound very, very simplistic, but in a lot of ways, shadow people are like people. Where with people, some people are good, some people are bad. Some shadow people are good, some shadow people are bad. And you gave a great example with Victoria's experience of like feeling protected right. by that. And actually, when I... Um, on the history of shadow people video or historic shadow people video that I did. And we're going to get deeper into this um, during the workshop. Uh, Madame de, de Esperance, she talked about how when she was a child that uh, the, the she lived in a haunted house and the shadows that were there actually protected her from the ghosts. Yeah. But when she got older, she had interactions with other shadow people that weren't as nice. So again, really dependent on the type of shadow person. Now, I have been um, on a case that was featured on The Haunted on Animal Planet years ago in which that was a shadow entity that was actually malevolent. And so, yes, those cases do happen, but there are many that are quite benign and, again, could be protective or just, you know, somebody's relative coming to pay a visit. Okay. And then um, the last question that we're going to take actually comes from Tom McNicholas. Hey, Tom. And, yeah, buddy of yours, huh? Yeah. Um, and he asked, could seeing many shadow figures, so many, a plethora, mm -hmm. <laughs> could seeing many shadow figures be considered a mental illness of some type? I would not consider it a mental illness. What I would say is that your vibrational level is, is resonating at a place where you're able to see uh, more shadows. And we actually did talk about it last night with Carl Johnson on Edge of the Rabbit Hole show, where it seems that over time, as you see more and more shadows, that you become um, not necessarily a magnet, but there is something about you that is able to uh, pick up on shadows a lot more over time. And I think that's kind of what's happened to me is that I've become over time used to seeing shadows. And so, um, you know, my energy is able to pick up on the energy of shadows a lot more. So, no, it doesn't mean you have a mental illness. It just means you're able to, to resonate with them a little bit more. And that is actually something that you're going to talk about yes. in more detail on your workshop. Yes, that, that's definitely Why some workshop. people see um, shadow figures more than others. Yeah. Okay, this is the last question because Kat <laughs> just submitted this, and I think this is a great question. Thank you. So um, Kat asked, are wraiths considered shadow people? Is that the same category? Um, yeah, so it's interesting. That case from um, Edmond, Oklahoma, that was featured on uh, Animal Planet, uh, The Haunted, originally that the title of that show, instead of Monster in a Closet, was going to be called Wrath of the Wraith. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a really great name. That's a better <laughs> title really than Monster title. in the Closet. I know, I know. It's a I would go see sister. that movie or right, show. Right, right. Yeah. 
so okay. yeah, so that was a wraith type entity. So yes, there. I mean, we kind of classify and try to you know determine, um, you know, in our minds, try to make sense of what these different things are. So a wraith is generally something that was human in life and in the afterlife has become more and more malevolent in nature as it's you know become an older afterlife energy wow yeah so um getting back to your workshop there are so many people watching this right now who mm -hmm. i know have had shadow person experiences and maybe they haven't felt comfortable talking about it or they just have questions or there's something that's unsettling to them about the experience and sometimes the experience doesn't even have to be bad, right? It could just be that you saw a shadow person and you're like, okay, right. none of that. But there's a sense that, well, in my experience and observations, what I've learned with working with people is sometimes knowledge is enough to give them closure, right? Sometimes yeah. knowledge is that understanding helps you to um, come to terms with whatever your experience is or even help you to realize it actually wasn't maybe that bad. Um, so for those people who have had those shadow person experiences and maybe for those people who do see them all the time, because someone in here did mention that she used to see them in her apartment with her daughters quite frequently. Okay. Um, so for those people that are either in that situation where they deal with shadow people frequently or they've seen them at some point in their lives, they don't know they just don't know what these things are, what to do, who to talk about it. What are they going to gain out of this workshop? What can they look forward to? Great question. So a, a lot more knowledge. Uh, we're gonna. This is going to be a, a really, really deep dive into the world of shadow entities. And you know, you're you're right that um, I think a lot of times we just you know we don't understand what these things are, and so when we see it. We fear, you know, we fear what we don't understand. And yeah, it is really disconcerting that, you know, maybe we're waking up in the middle of the night, we see this, you know, shadow entity standing there, may not even realize it's a shadow entity when I think it's an intruder in our room. So it is invading our space, which right. is very disconcerting to us, but it could just because we, we don't understand what that is. So um, a lot of this uh, workshop is going to be understanding more what these particular shadow entities could be because there are a large variety and then a lot of different situations in uh, when we may see them, why we may see them, uh, the different uh, plethora of things that they could be and just get really, really deep into. We're going to get into like interdimensional beings and um, other planes of existence and things like that. So, okay. So before I let you go, I have one question. What is your, f or one more question. Okay. What is your favorite shadow person experience i know a lot of people ask what's the scariest oh my god but i want to know like favorite. what what shadow person experience did you maybe have or did you hear of where you were like that's kind of cool because i've actually <laughs> got a few stories that people have told me where i'm like that's a cool story i know i totally put you on the well, yeah, yeah because yeah usually it's what's the scariest or no whatever. no i'm like what, um, what was the coolest the coolest um if you if you need time thinking about it i got a cool story well, I mean, I, I know which one it's going to be okay, because it has right. actually kind of become the crux of a lot of my philosophy on what a true shadow person is. Right. And this was a incident at a restaurant called Johnny V's in Muskogee, Oklahoma, where, you know, the actual shadow itself, you know, was only in my vision for all of like two seconds. Um, and it just flew across the room as I walked in and it blasted through. Well, you could hear it blast through this 
side door. It was a kitchen I was walking into, mm -hmm. and it was just this flimsy metal door that waiters and waitresses would use to walk through. And even though you heard it, boom, go right through that door, it didn't move at all. The door did not move. Oh, wow. And, you know, I'm calling out to the others, hey, do you hear that? Because they were in other areas of the building. And, you know, they were like, yeah, we heard that. I'm explaining it to them, you know, what I saw and what I experienced. And I started thinking, okay, they must be messing with me. You know, maybe they threw something at the right. door or whatever. Um, so I actually walked through the door. There was nothing on the ground. Um, and even if they had thrown something at the door, it was so flimsy that it would have opened. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll get into it in the workshop. But um, <laughs> I, I believe that was an interdimensional being in that I was catching a glimpse of it on its plane of existence. And perhaps on its plane of existence, it blew right through that door and I couldn't see it because mm -hmm. you know it's a different dimension. Right. But sound works on a different frequency, a different wavelength. So I was able to hear it. Very cool. Yeah. All right, cool. So there you go, guys. Oh, what's the, yours? Oh, my favorite channel <laughs> Okay, so, so this didn't happen to me. It actually happened to a friend of mine. And so um, I don't remember how the topic came up, but... Um, Actually, I do remember how the topic came up. I shared one of your videos on oh, my Facebook okay. profile, and then people were um, commenting with different experiences. So um, one of my friends, Michelle, hi, Michelle, um, commented on there talking about how um, she grew up for, for a portion of time um, in a foster home. And in that foster home, there are, of course, other kids, but there were also shadow people there. But she grew to actually love these shadow people. And she said, like, she always actually felt comforted by them. And whenever they were near, like, she felt safe. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't this feeling of being scared. She never had any fears when they were around. She was scared when they weren't around that's when she felt lonely but when they were near her she always felt comforted and she noticed that um i think if i remember correctly she said something about like better dreams or maybe just feeling better at night but that was one of those shadow people um experiences and stories that you hear of and it just really makes you stop and think wow there's so much that we don't know about any of yeah. this because most of the stories you hear about shadow people are they're not exactly all doom and gloom but it is just like you know you wake up in the middle of the night and there's this figure right. and that, would, that would you know cause anyone to be a little scared it you know a little be, frightened yeah. and so when you hear something opposite of that like you do have to stop and take that in consideration because it means there's so much more here than what we've been told right and then exactly. what most people experience so that's my favorite shadow person story that I've never experienced. It's just what I heard. <laughs> so anyways, guys, so uh, we want to thank Mike for spending some time with us today for answering some questions. And I am going to have a link to that workshop that he's hosting. Um, and tell us when that is again. Yeah, it's October 24th, 2 to 4 p.m. So Eastern time. Eastern time. <laughs> so it's about a week and a half. Uh, you can sign up on roadmedia.com and you're going to put the link up. I will so, put yeah. the link up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to get that done before our little you know segment here. Or MikeRicksecker.com. The link is there too. Oh, there you yeah. go. MikeRicksecker.com. You can sign up right there. <laughs> and I'm still going to put the link <laughs> on this video. So thank you for joining us. And thank then you. for all of you who joined us, thank you so much. If you have have any other questions you can still put them in the comment section of this video we'll still do our best to um respond to them because i know you stuck my page so he'll <laughs> he'll probably answer what he can <laughs> and um thank you so much for joining us tonight i hope you all have a lovely evening and we'll see you soon take care have a good night <laughs> bye